0: Welcome. Grab a seat, glass of wine, or shadow whiskey. Join in the conversation, but don't be surprised if you say, What she say? Alright, calm it down, calm it down. You know, y'all can get a bit reckless, get too hyped into music. Psych, like, no, that's the whole point. <laughs> hey, say it's what it do. So clearly, you know, there's obviously a reason behind all of my music. Last week, we talked about the root chakra, starting from the base and the bottom. This week, we're going to talk about the next level up, the sacral chakra. That's where your sexuality and your pleasure, parts of your confidence as well, come from the same area. So pour you two glasses, because it's going to get real. So as I enjoy the second glass of wine, which is awesome, I'm starting to get feedback from listeners who are sending me wine choices. And I'm absolutely loving it because I am a total guinea pig when it comes to trying a new wine or a wine. I want to give an awesomely big shout out to want to name her Karen <laughs> Karen is from Texas and she actually sent me a bottle of wine which was totally awesome of her <laughs> um she sent me a bottle of wine from Argentina it's a Chardonnay and Riesling together um, 2008 I say it's so good so good I was trying not to drink the whole bottle one a day, but I don't know. I don't know. I can't make any promises. <laughs> what are you guys sipping on today? Because while I was sipping, I just sat and thought over more of my sacral chakra and it just made me feel compelled to say that my body and my sexuality is sacred. I'm in good health. I allow my emotions to flow through me in a healthy way and I honor the power within me. I feel like I connect well with others without losing who I am. And the losing who I am is something that I had to learn to do the hard way because I was that people pleaser. Blocking my own creativity, blocking my own needs and my own pleasures of what I wanted. I give in to what other people want just to keep the peace. Trying to be a more positive person was a good thing for me, but it was a bad thing when I realized I was hindering things that I truly wanted. Whether it was sexually, whether it was doing something creative on my own, wanting to venture out into a different work area or becoming an entrepreneur, those were things that I took on, but yet I did not pay attention to the fact that I was altering those things for other people. If my sex drive is high and I'm with someone with a lower sex drive, I shouldn't feel bad about that. If in communicating with people in the beginning of a relationship, we tend to hold on to that expectation of that beginning honeymoon stage of people. People will hold on to what they want you to see of them for as long as they choose to slip and let the mask fall. Every now and then you look up to see that sometimes people give you a mask because that's what they assume everybody is supposed to do. But yet behind the mask, they're still an awesome person. They're still truly genuine. They may have an imperfection that they thought was important to you to hide from you. Either way, it's still deceitful to a degree. But why is it that it's expected for people to assume, oh, this is what you're going, you're here to offer and this is all you can offer, so I'm only going to show you this part of me. Why are we not able to show ourselves to people, and be okay with whether they like it or not? Why do we tend to want to change ourselves so much to alter for other people? We block what we visualize for ourselves. And I would, one first, hope that you would have your own vision for yourself. But we block our vision for ourselves just to make ourselves compatible for someone else. my days of making myself compatible for other people or catering to other people's expectation of me are over but i want to know how is it that you guys my sayers how are you reclaiming who you are to yourself on a daily basis we can say oh this is me this is who i am but No, a part of that is still you pleasing other people, even in your strong and mighty way of saying, no, this is for me. This is what I do for me. Mm, But you don't wear green shoes because so-and-so doesn't like green shoes. You don't wear your hair in a ponytail because it doesn't quite look professional. No, you're altering yourself in a way that you should not have to. Why is it that we're blocking our creativity and our own style and our own flares of being different just to please other people? Communication is key, but how you feel about yourself is more important than communicating with someone and taking too much of it to heart to alter yourself for them. Be good with me, not for me. I don't want to be overshadowed with trying to be a perfect person for anyone because there's someone who already thinks that I'm perfect. Reminding yourself on a daily basis that you are enough, you are great, is awesome but don't be in denial of changes that need to be made. No one's perfect, but we shouldn't be trying to kill ourselves to be perfect for someone else. Whether it's for an employer, whether it's trying to outdo our past, be the best mom at the camp meetings or trying to outdo other friends marriages by trying to be the perfect husband or the perfect wife. Be you and be the person that attracted your mate to you. If you are not that person and that's not something that you're going to keep up consistently, then don't mislead people. Because along the midst of being imbalanced, manipulation can also be a part of that. Allow people to make their own decisions if whether or not they want to be in your company. Because when some people say good vibes only, they mean it to heart. So when you see that distance come from people, they're not feeling your vibe. They're growing out of you. Be okay with yourself, your emotions. Forgiveness. Letting things go. Expressing yourself in a positive way. And you'll feel more fulfillment within your life. You shouldn't have to beg to release your sexuality within your relationship. You shouldn't have to Go to someone else's job, burn yourself out, and have no time to work on things that make you happy, that shows your create your creative outlet. Don't let your creativity only be for someone else's dream. Oop, I'm going to say it again. Don't let your creativity be wasted on someone else's dream. The company you work for was somebody's dream at one point and they made it manifest into what it is now. Whether it's still in the startup phases or it's multiple locations and they have branched out and helping people all over the world. It was somebody else's dream. Save some of your creativity for yourself to flourish and nourish you. Forgive your past and embrace all of your positive moments of your present. Have a healthy state of passion and sexual desire within your life. But be open to receive all that life has to offer. Talk from your heart, You know me. Just say it. Hey, Sayers. So today's episode had me feeling some type of way. I'm going to keep it in line, but the sacral chakra will take you to a different place in a good and a bad way. Understanding that core component, its importance and what it does for you Can be quite enriching but also a complete eye-opener. A lot of times we take our body for granted and we just only think about it as all the holding place to birth a child but also just only for sex or for someone else to gloat over. That's not the case And this chakra here lets you know when those things are out of balance. The sacral chakra is located in your lower abdomen. So along your pelvic bone, along with your testes, your ovaries, your uterus, all of those things within that area, your large intestines, your bladder, your spleen, All of those things within that area, and they're affected in different ways, physically and emotionally. To be in balance physically within this area, you feel fit, you feel attractive, you're fertile, you have a healthy libido, you're central, And some even say you have a good and stable blood sugar. But... To be in tune with this area, you also have to know when you're overacting that area. Your hormones can be out of balance. You can have sexual problems, as well as a low libido, depression, excessive indulging, addictions. Yes, all of those things are centered from this place. But on an emotional sense, It can be a good thing because you're energetic, you feel joyful, friendly, compassionate, feminine, very creative. Your creativity sits here along with your pleasures sexually and creativity, creatively. We're able to forgive better, we're more gentle and more relaxed, but emotionally when we're off tune, we're totally emotional, un, emotionally unstable. You feel withdrawn, irritable. You're, you can be controlling. You feel guilty. You're unable to forgive people. You're very insecure. You're needy. How do we get these things back on course to be happy for ourselves, within ourselves, by ourselves, before we can expect someone else to do these things from the outer. These are things that we can deal with within ourselves first before we expect somebody else to do them for us. So Janet and Tank are both artists that are very creative. Yes, they use their sexuality to show that, but I doubt for a hot second that either one of them are lacking in pleasure. Not only just through their music, do they express it, but their love lives. When you're focused on you and having yourself in line and having that good control over yourself, things tend to work out a lot better. Along this Location of this sacral place is also where we awaken our Kundalini energy. That's a little bit more deeper sexually. Take time to look into it yourself. Or I may talk about it one day. But within your hips, your genital area, it's where we experience the joys of intimacy, creativity, pleasure, and desires and sexuality. Sometimes we wonder, why am I just not in the mood all the time? Or why am I so on edge and not happy? Why am I emotions in the uproar? I'm not saying that sex fixed everything, because that's totally not the case. That is the complete opposite way to look at it. But A healthy libido is great for you mentally, physically, and emotionally. Being creative as a person, you have to want that desire to come from within you, deep within your gut. We lose that passion for creativity or feel like we aren't creative to begin with because we're not in alignment with ourselves we're not positively feeling that energy from within it's a reason why people say if you what you feel in your gut is is truly your intuition speaking to you so it's not focusing on this area only because of the sex of it but also How can I improve myself? How can I feel better about myself to be better, grow better, do better? Signs of weaknesses within this area is struggling to see yourself as being sexy. Sometimes we wonder how can someone else desire us when we're not even in the mindset of thinking that we're attractive or appealing. Honey, you should be in the mirror on a consistent basis. You don't have to be conceited outside in the world to everyone. But you yourself, if nobody else tells you you're the shit, you should know that you are. You are the most attractive guy. You are the most attractive woman to yourself. There's always someone for somebody. But I think a lot of times we get caught up on looks That we shallow, in a shallow way, we turn away someone who could have the most beautifulest heart. But you're just only looking for that physical, that visual of a person. You could be actually obsessing over it. Sex isn't something that should be obsessed over. You should be able to enjoy it with your partner, but in a, in a form of a healthy way. You may tend to find it difficult to open up in relationships. A lot of times we're wondering, why won't our partner open up to us and open up to us in a way of more than just conversation? I see a lot of people say, oh, if you can't attract me by conversation, then we have nothing going. It can be a contradiction because you're still contemplating on whether or not you will or you won't give in to this person sexually. How long is it that you're sticking to this conversation topic that you feel like, oh, we're not thinking about sex. Because if you're not attracted to a person, you're just not. They can talk till they turn purple and green in the face. But if it's not there, it's not there. You can't force it to be there either. So going back to understanding how you can open up in a relationship, you tend to close yourself off. I know I can be guilty of closing myself off prior to a relationship, but if I trust you enough to open up and let you in, it's truly a privilege because I let you in to an extent, but I still tend to hold on to certain walls. Does it hurt me? It can. But if a person is really, truly interested in me and wanting to get to know me and be a part of me, once they are in, then we work on that trust and breaking down those barriers together. I don't expect someone to come in and try to, what they may assume, fix me because I don't feel like I'm broken. But to understand that I have my own mind, my own creativity, space. I have my own thoughts. And Russian ain't at the top of the line of my thoughts. Patience truly is a virtue. But if you have a tendency to end up in sexually incompatible relationships and find yourself wondering if you'll ever find the one, that could be part of the issue. The shallowness, as well as only thinking about it for the sex, but falsely withholding yourself because you know you're not really attracted to the person all along. Rarely had the time or the desire to have sex. When people say, oh, I don't have time, or oh, we got busy doing this. No, there's never a point where you're too busy to not even entertain the idea of that intimacy with your meat. To work on healing this space and clearing it for. A better relationship per se we equally need to know how to process and express our emotions learn how to forgive and let things go be creative whether it's dancing drawing painting the spa go for a massage to release that negative energy from your body Sometimes we don't realize how much negative we've inhaled of our own and of other people's. Let's get in tune. Hey Sayers, what it do? So as always over here I wish she say, you guys, you know we graciously appreciate you guys all the feedback, tuning in every week, listening to these crazy thoughts. <laughs> but continue to keep the feedback coming in via email at my talkingheart2017 at gmail.com. Again, that's my talkingheart heart 2017 at gmail.com you can also hit us up via by phone or text at 346-306-1010 again 346-306-1010 and of course in this social media world we are definitely on the gram at my underscore talking heart my underscore talking heart Keep in touch, guys. Whatever you do, tell somebody to say my name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you.